0: Hello everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Clean Processes with Jerry. My name is Jerry Bauer, and I work for Chem Station of Boston, and I run the blog, Hospitality Cleaning 101. My podcast is dedicated to building an online community of like-minded individuals and businesses in the chemical and cleaning industry. We're gonna share ideas, tips, solutions, and even some stories to solve problems and hopefully expand our markets. Please join me every other week when we frequently will introduce a special guest that just might be you. If you ever have questions, feel free to reach out and I will answer on a future podcast if you so like. At the end of today's show, I will include my contact information. Today, I am dealing with one of my biggest pet peeves, and that is dirty silverware. Please hang around until the end because we will be giving away gifts to two winners. Let me set this up for you a little bit. In the year 2014, after moving here to the East Coast, I designed a website blog to try to market myself or to actually add a personal brand touch. When I left the Midwest, I'd already had a marketing network set up. I knew different people through distributors from where I worked, actually from where I went to college because I took up hospitality management in that field. So I knew a fair amount of people. Moving to the East Coast, I had to start all over. So as I stated, I built a website, built a blog, tried to show my knowledge. It's more of a hobby than anything else but I will tell you that my third blog coming out, which was in March of 2014, I believe, the subject matter was, My Restaurant Silverware is Dirty. It has had the most feedback from all the other blog posts. Some people have contacted me via email, phone, and actually a couple times from other countries who wanted to talk to me about my views, opinions, and solutions. In addition, once I was approached by a silverware manufacturer who tried to pay me for a consultation to advise him on his new cuttery line. I was also contacted by an engineer in the UK trying to design a new product to be used inside the dish machines to eliminate the problems. I never expected this success because writing is not my best suit, and storytelling is is what I've been told, and that's why I started this podcast. So much has happened in the past eight years, mainly looking back at the past two years as we still fight COVID. Is there a correlation between the two of COVID and Dirty Civil War? Most definitely. Now, I'm not saying silverware in a restaurant can transmit COVID. However, I am sure it has happened. However, I can guarantee you many hospitality operations can do a better cleaning job for the public, and we, the public, deserve it. In my first blog, I wrote that dirty silverware is the first thing a patron would notice and it might put them in a bad mood. I don't care if you have a celebrity chef making a million dollars a year and you only serve prime meats. If dirty silverware is on the table, it's going to set the mood for the patrons thinking everything in the back is messy and dirty. Also, since my first blog on the subject and before COVID, a Consumer report survey interviewed over a 1,000 individuals asking for feedback on the cleanliness of the restaurants that they visit most often. Dirty utensils were the number one issue that restaurant patrons complained about. 76% of respondents said that forks, spoons, and knives were not up to acceptable levels. Just so you know, number two was dirty bathrooms. And I've done a blog on that. Probably do a podcast on that one day as well. Going back to the consumer reports, with number one being silverware. The research didn't touch on the specific of which germs appeared on the silverware. However, it did prove that this is a real issue in the food industry. Remember, if you're lucky enough enough to be greeted at the front door by a host or hostess. You then are seated. You might be seated at what you vision as the perfect seat. And before you even look at the menu, you notice the silverware, and it's dirty. The only thing I can say is, yikes. Nothing should turn your spidey senses off more unless you went to the restroom and saw the whole toilet overflowing. Please also understand, recent studies have shown that patrons who notice dirty silver will frequently never return for another visit. People ask me all the time why restaurants end up with dirty utensils. And in my opinion, it comes down to this. Number one, kitchen management is not following the chemical manufacturer's recommendations for the silver pre-soak. Instead, some are actually enzyme-based and they're being used in extremely hot water. When you do that, all you end up is with pretty blue water since the enzymes never come to life. Hot water kills enzymes. Number two, some kitchens try to go cheap and use some off-brand pot and pan soap instead. Unfortunately, Nothing affects the dish machine more than adding some bubbles. That happens when the silverware passes through and has the residue on it from the pot and pan soap it was soaking in. Therefore, pot and pan detergent should never be even near a dish machine to avoid any accidental mixing. Number three, not allowing the silverware to sit in a solution for an adequate amount of time. It needs to sit in there, usually pour the manufacturer five or ten minutes. I was a dish machine operator. I've been in hundreds of kitchens. If they put it in there, it has to sit in there for a little bit. What frequently happens is the restaurant, country club, catering venue doesn't have enough silverware. So the wait staff comes back, yells at the dish machine operator, they need more silverware. He's lucky to run it through the dish machine once. It comes out, goes right back out. It hasn't sat in the solution. It hasn't been sorted, pre-sorted, or put away properly. Another thing is they don't change the solution. That's number four. The solution that the chemical is in with the silver. Frequently, it becomes cold, dirty, and greasy. That's a good time to change it. That's actually a time where it should have been changed already. Always follow the manufacturer's recommendations and hopefully they've supplied you with a wall chart. Number five, my favorite pet peeve is soaking silverware in a bus tub, but having it so full that half the silverware is out and it's not even in the solution. My favorite expression is kind of like taking a bath with socks on. You're going to end up dirty. Number six, the first silverware washing should be done on a flat rack and only a couple inches deep. I hate to tell you the times I've seen silverware mounded in there. In the middle layer, doesn't even get wet. Number seven, after all, the silverware should be put in an upright cylinder with the eating in exposed and put through the dish machine next. After that, it is passed on to another cylinder where the eating end is down, and then anyone who touches it then from then on are only touching the handle. I've already mentioned this is not having enough inventory of silver on hand. If food service doesn't have enough silverware, the dish machine operator is always being pushed to cut short all proper procedures to get done what needs to get done. This does not work and results in unclean utensils. Recently, in the past six weeks, I ate at the Chili's. I actually ate it two nights in a row because I was staying in a hotel in Boston and it was right next door. Very convenient to go to. The food was very good. I hadn't been out to a lot of restaurants in the last two years and I was satisfied with everything. My only contention was. And I don't know if this is a Chili's thing or this is an Ecolab thing. And this is nothing negative against Ecolab, the chemical company. But they're putting silverware in a little plastic bag now as they hand it to you. While well, the advantage is, is that you're saying, well, no one's touched recently. However, someone still had to touch it to put it inside the bag. Ecolab has their name out on the front saying that silverware has been cleaned by Ecolab. I assume someone thought this was a great marketing trick. This is great. The problem is, is what happens if I opened it, which I did, and the silverware was still dirty? Didn't the operator who put it inside the bag notice this? Again. Not blaming Ecolab for the dirty silverware. Their products are good. In summary, the proper handling of silverware is a process that must be done correctly to give us, the customers, a clean and sanitized utensil. Shortcuts can leave the silverware either dirty or with a cloudy haze that is very unappealing. Now, the handling of real silverware is basically the same procedure as above. However, you need to add aluminum foil to the solution. Listen, this is going to be a podcast or a blog or post for another day. As we wrap it up here today, I wish to thank each and every one of you for joining me. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share the podcast as you have. As I promise, There would be prizes for anyone, well, not anyone. It's going to go to the first two people who sign up at the website, Hospitality Cleaning 101. A pop-up will come up about the chemical costs of the year 2022 of the four truths on cleaning and chemical costs. If you sign up and you're one of the first two I will send you a $10 gift certificate to Amazon, no strings attached. Again, if you have any questions concerning this podcast or a blog, please don't hesitate to contact me at Jerry at Hospitality Cleaning 101 Have a great day. Continue to wash your hands for 20 seconds and stay safe. Thank you.